Hardwood Boys, episode 35. Okay, first of all, this is Kenan from the Hardwood Boys, and I want to say that we're missing one of our Hardwood Boys. Uh, ben is out of town. Yeah. Uh, so he, he's, he's not going to be here. He's though. on a trek out looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, so whatever he's doing, hopefully oh, he's listening. I, I thought he was looking for aliens. Yeah. A- aliens, well, Bigfoot, yeah. mermaids. I don't he's know going for it all. He'll come back with some good pictures. In an undis- undisclosed location. Yeah, we're not going to say where he is because I don't really know. No. So I just know <laughs> he's not here, and I want to say give a shout-out to him. I hope he himself. finds Bigfoot, though. And I hope he's listening to us this week or next week whenever uh, this if, comes if out. If he finds Bigfoot, he, he's going to blow us up. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hardwood boy. Well, if he gives us credit, yeah, yeah. he will because he's not. We're not he's going to leave us behind. Also, I want to give a shout out to Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Parada. She won two of the competition or two of the challenges that we put on our previous Facebook pa- or our uh, podcast with uh, when Harry met Sally. I've gotten a couple texts, but they were late. Elizabeth got it first with the pecan. It was from when Harry met Sally. Um, she yeah, she, she put a, bit, a great picture on there. Did she? I don't know yeah. if I even saw it. So yeah. I, maybe was I don't the, see it. The, the porta potties? Yeah, these are pecans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are not. I was thinking of a picture of when Harry met Sally. Yeah, so got a picture Elizabeth Parada gets a shirt for that. And then she also got uh, a shirt for Deliverance that we were referencing when we were up in the Georgia mountains, Brandon and I. So, good job, Elizabeth Parada. Thank you for listening. You must be our number one fan right now, or the only person that's listening, because you've got both T-shirts coming your yeah. way. October 1st, they'll be in town, or they'll, you know, and then we'll get them to you. So, at least one person's listening. One person, at yeah, least, at least. she's winning. And, but there, I want to let everybody know that there is still one out there that nobody's answered yet that was in the episode from when Brandon and I were in Georgia, the, the North Georgia Jungle Hunt or something like that. I think that's what it's called. There's still another I'm still one out there. Still having flashbacks from that hunt. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, so if you want to go back and listen to that one, there's there's a T-shirt still there for somebody if they can text us or Facebook us. Whoever does it first gets another T-shirt for that. Elizabeth, it's going to be probably going to get it. That'll be fine. I ordered twelve T-shirts, so hopefully uh, you might you sent them all to her house already. Yeah, yeah, I might just directly send them to you from Amazon or wherever they come from. So I just wanted to get that off the table first. Um, and that's it. Now the floor is y'all's. I don't know what we want to talk about. One, one week, uh, ten days, nine days, eight days, actually. Till um, you get your vasectomy? Yeah. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Not on purpose, anyway. <laughs> a, a opening day. Well, I mean, based off of one of y'all shots down there. Yeah, that, that was my. Yeah, Brandon shot the. That, yeah. Hey, look. The target. I had to target more than I did tonight. I lost two arrows, <laughs> broke two arrows. Fortunately, they're old, and so I wasn't wasn't sweating about it. But um, yeah, uh, a week, eight days until lead to go up. Opening day, yes, yeah. you're right. The opening day of bow season in Mississippi. And and, and and Vic, you did break two arrows. That means you missed the target twice today. Yes. You need. You might want to practice a little more. Oh, um, that's highly unusual for you too. Yeah, well, the know. problem with it is, is I um, I'm missing the contact in my right eye. Yeah, you don't, and, you don't want to do that. And I, well, I don't have any more. Can you I, take the one from the left and put it in the right? No, it's different prescription. Oh man, so, so I don't really? have any, crazy. Yeah, so I don't have any contacts. And so, like two weeks ago, I started trying to make an eye doctor appointment. And as soon as I can get into the eye doctor, is October fifth. So you're not going to have one when nope. you go hunting. Nope. So what are you going to do? So shoot if, with the other eye. If it gets to be, you want to take my left-handed bow? Uh, no, <laughs> my forearm will not like that. But if it gets to be um, 
615 ish, 630. I, I won't be pulling the, I won't be drawing. Yeah, that's kind of what we were shooting at. It was yeah. really low light tonight. And, well, and two, it's, it's difficult because that, that deer is so small. It, well, it's, it's, I mean, the size isn't, doesn't really matter, but up against that backdrop, it's hard to distinguish yeah. where it ends. And, and well, but that's realistic in the woods, at least where I hunt. I don't hunt on a green food plot, so at least in both seasons. Um, so, yeah, if you're up in a tree stand and your deer comes out in a green food plot at 645 or 7 o'clock, you're going to have a good outline to aim at. But I hunt in the woods, yes. at least in Blackwater. So, yeah, at 7 o'clock, it's, it's tough to distinguish. You better, you yeah, better but aren't, be close. Usually or, aren't you in the bed of a truck with a big <laughs> light on it? No. A light bar on it? It doesn't happen. One thing I, I won't do... Um, <laughs> And kind of one of the things that I do when I'm when I'm hunting is I look I I glass the deer real hard so I, and and I find a trait about a deer uh, you know a, a split ear or a, 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 a you know a white patch or something and I learn and I know that that's a, a shooting a, a shooter doe. You know, if I'm if if it gets to the point that I'm shooting, them, so you know that from hunting a lot there, or having game cameras, or no, just like when they start coming out, I start looking at them. I mean, okay. as soon as as soon as I see a deer, I start. You know, I don't want to make the mistake of shooting a button bug. I've done it once in my life. I've done it a few times on accident, and, and, and it's and legal. There's nothing wrong is, with it, but I don't like it either. It's an antlerless deer. Yeah, um, it's legal. It, it's very difficult sometimes to tell, and and that's part of the one of the things I like about bow hunting is at 15 yards you can see hit little nubbies on the head um, in broad daylight yes but at 6 yes. 7 o'clock at night yeah, right? so, any farther no, than that you you're not seeing that so no. that's why I look for like a split ear or you know a, a spot on the side where I know that, that that's a doe yeah. you know I, I look them over so if it gets to the point to where it gets late Okay, there's the deer that I'm going to shoot, and I'll shoot that deer because you know I don't want to. I, I'm not going to make a mistake, and if I'm not sure, I'm not going to pull the trigger back on. You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to draw my bow and pull the trigger. And back I can honestly tell you, in Blackwater at least, or my my experience in 43 years of I've probably only been a bow hunting for 30 years, um, but I've never had the time to look at them when I'm bow hunting. They're on top of me, and I'm making that decision yeah. as I'm drawing. I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I don't I, have I don't ever set myself up in a place where I. It, it, that's probably my fault. Where well, I have enough yeah. time to actually look at them and or see them come in. That's why I hunt like those sawtooths because I mean they will come and, and marinate in those sawtooths for an hour. Yeah. And well, you've got a perfect spot there too. Well, I mean, there's so many ways for the deer to come in and you can see and you can get in without them knowing you're yeah. there especially yeah, it, I mean it, it's perfect and we and found a good spot in Blackwater but it's so it's, far back there and hard to get yeah, to it's hard to get in to and they're going to hear you no it don't matter I'm, I'm telling you especially this and, and this is something that that is so crazy our opening day is, is October 1st so we're going up and leaving on the 2nd I'm going to hunt that afternoon that's Friday afternoon Oh, yeah, we can hunt Friday afternoon. I yes. was thinking we couldn't. You can yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Me and yes. George are going up. Yeah, they get out of school at noon. Oh, so I'm, I'm leaving yep. I'm leaving at 11 o'clock, going, and I, I'll be in the woods at, by 3.30. And so I'll get from 3.30 to 7. We'll just say 3.30 to 6.30 is yeah. my seeing light. So I'll get three hours. 
but I'll get in there and, and get situated. But the crazy thing is, is this year, the high on Friday is 70 degrees. That's low, perfect. With a low of 48 degrees. And the last five years, it has been 90 degrees yep. opening weekend. Yep. I have killed deer with sweat rolling off my face. Yep. And, and I'm I'm wiping my face and getting my face paint all over my hands because of, I'm just so much sweat. That's why I normally don't go up on yes. the first because it's so hot and it's miserable. And, yeah, you might see a deer. You might kill a deer, but it's still miserable even tracking the deer. It's miserable cleaning the deer. But four. this year, we're going. It's crazy. I mean, this is perfect. Four out of five of the past five years, I've killed a deer open weekend. And so, I mean, I am, I am so stoked about this weekend coming up. I mean, it's just going to be just amazing. And I, I cannot wait. I'm excited to, to about it, too. I, and my daughter's excited because I, I want her to kill one with a crossbow. So that's what we're doing. And I do think she's going to get one. We're going to practice a lot this weekend with the crossbow. But the weather-wise, yeah, the, when I killed that velvet buck that I killed with my bow and arrow in Blackwater, and it was eight or nine years ago at this point that when I went it was October 5th or 6th so it was right at the beginning of the season and it was 40 something degrees in the morning and 70 was the high it just was a lucky year that I happened to be there so so yeah the, the temperatures being what they say they're going to be I hope they're correct if, if it a week and a half out, out it's going to even if it doesn't just say it's 55 or even oh, 60 50, yeah 50s would be good I, I'm still going to be ecstatic yeah, it's because, better than 90s yes I mean 90s, 90s and 75 at night and I mean I still get out there and, and go uh, now a couple of years ago probably four years ago I had um, I had a couple of bucks come out and, and I, I didn't shoot either one of them and they sat in there eating the aprons off the sawtooths for a good hour. I mean, I, I got like five minutes of video. That's and, crazy. And then I, I took five more minutes of video. Then the we, next, need, we need to start like videoing your hunts. That's well, like the stuff you see on TV, which well, I say is BS because I, no well, I've got it on my phone. What I, I did, I, I got a, a GoPro camera. Yeah, and I got a, a mount bracket on on the front of my boat, so um, and it's set up into my phone, so I can just literally I can hit a button on my phone and it'll start recording. So I, yeah, I got it last year and I, I never got a kill on it just because I, like it's hard. It, it's difficult. I tried it too. Yeah, it's hard. It, it's hard, but you know I've been I've been practicing and 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 you know trying to. Hit, hit the, the record button on my phone so it picks up. But, like, I had it set up, and it picked it up upside down. Yep, and you don't know that until you hit it no, and you it, actually watch it. And, and so, you know, I'm like, oh, this is waste. I just cut it off. But, you know, it's just a matter of, of getting it all figured out. I did that one time. I had my GoPro with the little button thing, and I even set it on a tree where I thought the deer would, because I was feeding them, and I had a trophy rock and all that, deer would come out. And I put the GoPro on the tree thinking I'm going to press the button and take the shot and get the kill shot on the GoPro with like five feet from the deer. And, yeah, it was the same type of stuff. It was too far of a distance. And I'm trying to press the button, and I want, I'm waiting for the red light to come on on the GoPro before I draw back. It's just too much. Yeah. It, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get it done. It, it's a lot. So I gave but, up. I mean, that, those deer up there in the saltoose that I hunt, I mean, we've got – one, two, three, probably four or five patches of, of sawtooth, you know, at least 
15 or 20 sawtooths in Google. I mean, a couple of patches have 100 sawtooths in there, and, and they're big areas. Yeah. Um, and the deer will, I, I've sat there and said, I can't believe I haven't seen a deer, and all of a sudden, catch a little movement, and I grab my binoculars and look, and there's like five or six deer that are just on the opposite side of the sawtooths. Just working their so way So, like your stand, is it in the middle of the sawtooths? No, no. South edge? Because, um, or it's the north actually edge? on the north because the south wind is yeah. Typically, yeah. we we have a south wind, and yeah. so I've set up in the same tree now the last four years. Um, with that, with this cold weather, we're gonna have a south wind well, or north wind. No, you're gonna have a northeast wind. I already exactly. looked at it. So, which which is okay. A northeast wind is not going to kill me from where my where the deer come from. In, into so yeah. they're not coming from southwest of me they're, they're all coming from east of me so they'll they'll come in and get into the saltus yeah I, I tell you it's so cool three years ago i had i had probably eight deer in the saltus just eating and i had a, a, a little four point come in there um still i mean just full veil super cool and he laid down 35 yards away from me and lay there for an, an hour and a half while the deer just walking around eating all around him, which is super cool. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get any video footage on that because he's out in the wide open, and where I was sitting, I had no coverage, yeah, so I didn't. He's wanna, gonna see you move. I didn't want to move around a whole lot. I just sat there and watched him. It was just super. He just laid down right by the base of like a, a some kind of little bushes that we have growing for turkeys. Yeah, he just laid right there and, and sat there until, um, until it got until it got dark and then he. He's on, you know, started he's on out of there. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon, are you going to get to go hunting this? No, I'm probably uh, going to be at a soccer tournament, I'm guessing. Your daughter plays competitive soccer, and that kind of ruins hunting season for people. Yeah. Um, that's why we kept our daughter out of competitive soccer. Yeah. Not really, for my well, hunting well, selfishness. That's You're a better man than I am, a better father, though. That's it. Straight yeah, up. pretty much. I mean, yeah. that's what it boils down to. You're a better <laughs> father than me. I'll take that, but I'm taking my daughter hunting. Yeah. Dang it. Well, I'm D, my, my buddy D, he, he uh, same situation. Gone. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not going to be there. His his youngest son, his middle child, yeah. um, is playing uh, baseball, and he's doing really, really well right now. He, but he, is it worth missing deer season? I, yeah. Is it the problem with this, Ken? In in and, and I, I can appreciate it with these oldest son. He is a freshman up at Mississippi State. He um, oh, he's a college athlete. No, his, no, oh, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah. His college oldest, older, he's yeah. the oldest. His 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 next son. He's got two boys and a girl. His his middle child um, is a junior, I believe, this year. Um, H T H Sizzle, and he's just started getting into like pitching and and he's pretty consistent on, on his pitching and, and we were up up there for the dove hunt weekend because he typically goes he's the one that, that got he created our shirts um he was pitching he pitched like three innings and i mean it was just really a jam up job so you know i think he's going to try to push pitching you know at least in the juco level you know I, yeah, no, no. I, I was just making a joke about saying that we did that on purpose. We didn't. When they're well, kids, you just want them to be the best they can be. Well, but we lived out yeah. in the country, and we were being selfish, my wife and I, that we didn't want to drive her to 
another, you know, a whole other state. Two hours away. Yeah, most of the kids when you live in Olive Branch or in Vihalia, which is outside of Olive Branch, they Memphis, go to they go to Memphis or Collierville to play yeah. soccer, and we were like, heck no. Right. People would ask from you know playing the rec leagues and ask her to go play, and we she didn't have a clue because she was th- four or five years old, six years old. We're like, no, yeah. no. We like travel with a six-year-old. We like, learning we, how to play yeah, soccer. we like sitting in our house and doing stuff like that. So we were selfish in that sense, or I, I was selfish, um, and I'm kind of glad now because my daughter wants to go hunting this weekend rather than soccer. But there's nothing against that. Yeah, no, so yeah, you're giving that up. But guess what? That's going. That's going to be gone five in three or four years. years or five years. Yeah, that's going to be Plus gone. Plus, college, and, and then you'll cool. be hunting in the mountains or in the yeah, Bahamas somewhere. or wherever you're hunting. That's the point <laughs> I'm making with D's oldest son, Dylan. He played baseball as well, and D coached these boys growing up. You know, all through yeah. his rec league. Yeah, no, I mean, you D love was the it. coach. Yeah. And Dylan only got to play like four or five games this spring. His senior year. Imagine your senior year and getting to play one football game. COVID. Yes. Done. Yeah. And, it sucks. So. He doesn't want to take for granted what he's got. Yeah. Hayden, you know, play and he wants to watch it because he knows that one day, unless something special happens, one day it'll be over. And, 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 I, and I want to make that point with yeah. us. Yes. yes. We're, we're well, that's what I'm doing, but I'm struggling because I've spent the last 22 years not being able to hunt. Exactly. And, and not being, and a lot of it, you weren't around your kids either because yeah. you were traveling so much yeah. with the military. So you're yeah. in a. A, a yeah. mixed situation. So you want to be selfish and let me go hunt. But I'm not going to be. But I I can't be because it's for my yeah. kids' well being. Yeah, because yeah, I mean she doesn't have that much more. Yeah. Exactly. Five years you can deal with it and uh, hunt. And I'm hoping we can go the next weekend yeah, during hopefully. fall break if yeah. I don't think they have anything unless they have a soccer tournament. They don't have yeah. swim. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we can get no up there. No soccer, no swim. And hunt. Should um, be okay. But yeah, so I appreciate. <laughs> it's going to be like eighty degrees, it's gonna eighty-five nasty. degrees, and pouring down the, rain. It'll be a hurricane. No, the next hurricane's coming. It'll be though. Hurricane <laughs> Alpha. No, we've already had no, that Alpha beta. beta. We've already had Beta. Yeah, I don't know what. Delta. Yeah. Zeta. <laughs> Actually, Zeta is only in that Greek alphabet. Zeta's like fourth. Z is fourth. So we could have Zeta. Yeah. Who knows? I hope we don't make it that far. But I want to make the point, that's the, the whole point of this, is I want to make the point that, yes, there are people that have the ability to go hunt um, whenever they want, and I appreciate that because I've not always been that way, and I'm still not that way. I have a, right. a, a eighth grade or seventh grade daughter. Um, but I do appreciate the people that can do that, and I also appreciate the people that can't do it because, I mean, we, I, I would like to go golfing four times a week too. But I can't because it takes four hours out of my day. I can't drink that much. Yeah, well, I don't drink when I'm golfing, <laughs> just like I don't drink when I fish, which is oh, weird. Do you really play golf? Oh, I love golf. Dude, we'll have to go to the Patrick and Allison awesome I was on my I like golf, golf too I was on my college golf team. <laughs> yeah, I was a college golfer. I probably have the record for the highest ever round of golf in college history ever, a 125. Oh, jeez. The first round I ever played... I just bought new shoes and I'm playing with seven clubs. It's all I had were in my bag. Were they flip-flops? No, they were new golf shoes and <laughs> I never spikes. wore golf shoes. And <laughs> it was a hilly joys. and it was a hilly course up in Tennessee, the uh, Shiloh Falls or something like that. So I mean, it's like an equivalent of walking eight miles. You got mesmerized walking and on concrete this, with the clip. No, the, the, the second click. hole, I had blood coming out the back of my heels I from the blisters. blisters. And I'm trying to play golf. I shot a 125, and people were like, yeah, what are you doing? And I was like, you're off the team. It's a personal, personal best. No, they had to have me. That was the whole point. I was a football player, but 
Are the you all here the, on a scholarship? Because <laughs> no, we are going to revoke that. No, I was on a football scholarship, but our golf coach, the, the golf coach during that time didn't do his job, and four of the five golfers got expelled from the team because of grades or something. So they fired the golf coach. And they hired our offensive coordinator. Probably because you're all shooting 125. <laughs> it wasn't us. I was a football player. And so our golf coach one day in the football huddle after practice goes, any of y'all like playing golf? And me and, like, three buddies, we raised our hands. Yeah, we love golf. And he's like, you're on the golf team. We're like, what? He's like, you're on the golf team. And he so said, it was hard to get on. Yeah. He, he put a, they forced us to play. And uh, we're like, no, we're not on the golf team. He's like, yeah, you are. You're on the golf team now. If you want this football scholarship, you're on the golf I mean, team. I still got my golf bag. Um, yeah, it was awesome. We got to play at every course in our town of Jackson, Tennessee, which was like three courses for free. That's like northwest of Memphis, northeast of Memphis. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, northwest, northeast. Yeah. It's east. It's, it's in between Memphis and Jackson, halfway in between Memphis and Jackson. And the coach told us we had to play. Because he, he was forced to be the golf coach, and he had no golfers. So we went and yeah. played. He fixed that problem. <laughs> my first round was a 125. My last round in the conference championship. 132. No. <laughs> no. It was a, a, a 79. Nice. Yeah, I got, like, awards from a team for most improved, of course. Because yeah. when you start with a 125 and you go to a 79, and I should have shot That's 46 a, strokes. I know. And I should have shot it like a 75 that day. But I, the last hole, I got nervous, and it was a par 5, and I'm hitting over water. And Was this a putt-putt team? No, no, it was a there <laughs> was, mini golf team. And, and there was a crowd around. I mean, it was crazy. Normally, in that level, there was no crowds or anything. But they were waiting on the 18th hole, and – I'm a hundred and I think I'm two fifteen out. All I have is seven clubs in the bag. A three wood's going to go too far. A seven iron is the next club I have, so I have to close the face and hit a seven iron over water at these people. And I stroked it. I mean, with the wind behind me, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to clear the water. It's going to be great. It cleared the green and hit the people, and it hit the concrete in the parking lot. And like I see the people diving out of the way. And it hits the concrete and hits the building, the clubhouse. Did it and come it, back hole yes, one? It bounced back to the green. You know, <laughs> everybody's clapping, and I'm like, "Where did it go?" Yeah, I had the Gilmore moment. I didn't even yeah. know where it went. And then I was so nervous because all the people were there and they were laughing and you know they were happy, and but still, and I like I chipped it on the green and I three putted it to make a freaking 81 or 79. I think I should have had like a 75 that day. So that's my story of golfing. Quinn, I suck now, but Quinn, I sucked then. But. Quinn and I'll go play at, at Pastor Sam right there. Yeah, and, I mean, oh, ah, let's go. Dude, I, I'm game. I'm horrible. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hardwood Boys podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're out in the woods or out in the water, remember to stay hard. <laughs>